Welcome to the Exploration of Self. I'm Vida, your host. Today we're talking about perception, what perception is, the influence of self-perception, how perceptions impact our experiences, and how our experiences impact our perceptions. We'll talk about this and more. Of course, be sure to stick with us till the end of the episode for resources on this topic. There's so much good science and study around perception. Would love to connect you with some great resources. Okay, let's get into the episode. So what is perception and how do we as people connect with it? Perception can be easily defined as the relationship between our surroundings and our senses. So what is happening around you? So that's visually, physically, audibly, mentally, emotionally, all these things. And something important to realize is that when you go about life or experiences, You're not seeing the world as it is, but instead as the world is seen by you. You're taking in information constantly through each one of your senses and conscientiously deciding what is or is not important. In this way, perception is a tool for safety. It helps you understand where danger is and if you need to protect or prepare for danger. It's a tool for knowledge, helping you understand how you might move through a room or find means for things like needs you have, like food or shelter or warmth. Although most importantly, this is one of the major tools we use in our lives for understanding, shaping, and deciding our entire reality. What you perceive things to be will influence your entire outlook, your emotions, your communication, your relationships, your career, your opportunities, and your whole existence. If you have ever heard someone say that they are a glass half full or glass half empty type of person, this is referring to their perception of the world. The phrase asks the person, when you see a glass of water filled halfway, is the glass half empty or is it half full? If the glass is half full, you generally have more positive or optimistic outlooks on life. If you see the glass half empty though, you may view the world more pessimistically. The interesting thing about perception is that your experiences can influence how you perceive the world, but your perception can also influence your experiences in the world. Perceptions are so strong, we often kind of view them as factual, but of course that's not always the case in a world of so much subjectivity. Everyone has different perceptions, views, opinions, experiences, and filters, so fact to one person may not be a fact to another. In studies of perception, if two people are walking on a hike and they come to a hill, the person who feels more exhausted or tired will see the hill as steeper than the person who has more energy. How you feel, your energy level, your convictions, all impact your perceptions. Have you ever noticed how when you feel good or happy, your perceptions of yourself are more positive or of the world are more positive or of opportunities or things just in general life. But when you already feel down or if you make a mistake or you're kind of depressed, you struggle to think of many things you can do right or many things you enjoy about life or yourself. Our moods really can impact our perception. We'll talk about self-perception for a second. Here are a few examples of this within self-perception and self-perception in general. So self-perception is simply how we view ourselves. I mean, that can be mentally, physically, emotionally, and many other things. 
It's important to note that self-perception is one of the most influenced perceptions we experience, right? There's, there's things coming at us all the time that influence our perception of ourselves. Let's say, for instance, in terms of weight. You fall into the category of normal under the weight and height guide, and in the perception of others, you're generally viewed as fit. However, your perception of yourself, you believe that you're heavy or overweight. You may not be actually overweight by definition, but by your perception, you are. This may be because of the influence of a physical goal you have in mind or a previous weight you used to be that you found ideal. Possibly you were bullied about your weight at some point and you struggle to accept yourself no matter what you achieve. Or maybe you fall into the body dysmorphia difficulty where you see flaws in yourself that others don't see at all. The way we perceive ourselves can linger for many years, and if those perceptions are more negative or hindering, and we don't take steps to kind of work through those perceptions, we may never experience the freedom of really accepting ourselves. Something connected to this is how we perceive others kind of viewing us. When I think about this, I often think about how a family with two children fairly close in age can be raised in the same environment, same household, with the same parents, but they perceive love, affection, attention entirely different, and it leads to these significant differences in their personalities and their relationships with their parents. Their future relationships will be influenced by this as well because this will act as one of the models of example of love and affection in their lives. And potentially, maybe their perception is right. Maybe they weren't loved in the way that they felt they needed to be loved, and so they didn't perceive the actions from their parents as love. I think that's important to recognize too, a lot of times, right? When we have our emotional needs or we have needs in general and we understand them and, and we, we kind of connect to them, but other people in our lives or people that are kind of caretakers for us or people who are significant others, maybe they don't perceive that as love themselves. And so they don't give you the love in the way that you respond to it or connect with it. When we are encountering these things, we have to be willing to be transparent about them and communicate what we need. Otherwise, it's really difficult for the other person to sort that out when they just don't connect in the same way or perceive it the same way. Another element to self-perception is that our self-perceptions lead to our internal self-talk. So if we perceive ourselves to be wise or kind or friendly or funny, we are choosing to view ourselves that way, but simultaneously we're choosing to view ourselves as capable of those things. And so we give ourselves the option to continue to develop in those areas. Your inner thoughts and self-talk will align with those beliefs about yourself. However, the same thing goes in the other direction, right? So if we perceive ourselves as unkind or undisciplined or unattractive or angry, we are choosing to view ourselves as this, but we're seeing this as factual, right? So instead of capable of alternatives, and sometimes when we place negative perceptions or opinions on ourselves, we determine them as fact. We kind of check out and leave that perception to influence our choices, our relationships, and our thought life for far too long. Maybe there's some truth to some of those perceptions based on our past or previous experiences, but it doesn't mean they will have to be our future as well. So something I think will be helpful in this situation that we should try to get in the habit of doing 
is when we face those perceptions that are negative or that we feel are impossible to change, we should view them instead as temporary with the option for change. So instead of telling yourself you're an angry person and checking out and acknowledging that as a fact, instead you might say, I need to work on my anger. Changing your perception from impossible fact to potential for change will give you a greater chance of seeing and realizing that change. I mean, simply put, view yourself as capable rather than incapable and leave the opportunity for growth open. So those are just a few thoughts on self-perception. Understand as well that, you know, changing perceptions and perspectives will take time and patience. Even if you fall back into old patterns or negative limiting self-perceptions, it doesn't solidify that perception as fact. Just remember, it's simply a chance to identify an opportunity to grow. Okay, so now we move on to how perceptions might impact our relationships. Let's start with an example. Let's say you have a couple, Ryan and Julie. Ryan enjoys going out to bars after work and getting drinks with friends, and Julie enjoys spending time with Ryan, so she tags along. Now again, Ryan's intent is to be social and enjoy hanging out. And when they get to the bar, Ryan connects with friends and Julie begins to connect with Ryan's friends as well. Julie gets into a conversation with one of Ryan's friends after they realize they've had something in common. It's a normal thing. They're just chatting up. But Ryan begins to perceive the time Julie's spending with their friend as a lack of interest in Ryan. This is far from true, but it's true for Ryan. And as such, Ryan is growing insecure and upset. Julie finishes the conversation with the friend and goes back to Ryan to find Ryan upset. And Julie has to convince Ryan of a new truth, Julie's truth, that she isn't interested in the friend beyond a friendship, but only trying to be friendly since they went out with friends. A few things to point out in this scenario, right? Number one, without realizing it, Ryan's insecurity skewed their perception and caused the emotion of feeling upset or discouraged which possibly changed the course of the enjoyment of the evening for them. Number two, Julie's perception that being friendly with Ryan's friends would make Ryan enjoy her more was entirely off. It actually caused Ryan to feel insecure rather than excited about Julie connecting with friends. I wanted to share an example how perceptions are kind of moving around all the time in small micro situations. They're also doing the same thing in major and big impactful situations as well. In that situation, Ryan's perception was influenced most entirely by his insecurities. When we're dealing with the perceptions in relationships, these perceptions are not deciding truth on their own. There are so many layers to our perceptions. There's filters that our perceptions go through from our experiences. When we have experiences, those experiences and how we react to them or perceive them can often attach to every interaction we have with someone or a group of people. This is how we form impartial perceptions, judgmental perceptions, biased perceptions, and even unfair prejudices because of what we perceive to be untrue, real, fact, or based on our experiences or influences. We tend to allow our perception to then kind of generalize. And when we encounter our partner reacting differently than we expect, we need to understand further their perception of the situation. When you can do that, then the both of you will need to be willing to kind of reset your perception, which can be difficult to do, but really imperative to developing in your relationship together. 
The other part of this is that, you know, previous experiences can really take a hold of our relationships if we're not careful. We will allow our previous experiences to influence our perception of the current experience. For instance, if you have had a negative or kind of hard or difficult relationship in your past and you're in a new relationship, you know, some of those wounds, some of those difficulties, if you haven't had a chance to heal, will lead you to perceive actions from someone new that are totally different from reality just because of what you've experienced before. So being careful about kind of carrying out our perception without being willing to change or shift it based on new experiences or based on healing, then it it can be a really dangerous thing. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're putting something in place in your life, right, that allows you to question and challenge your perceptions, especially when they impact other people. I'm thinking that eventually I'll probably do a part two on a lot of the topics that I've talked about already because there's just so much more to say and and there's so many cool like nuances to all these different topics. But for now, this is kind of where I'm going to wrap up. But I just want to encourage you that if you are kind of dealing with perceptions that you want to change, change is absolutely possible. And if you if you want an exercise that that you can do is to like decide, you know, one small goal, then maybe you say, okay, there's a hundred things I have to do to accomplish this. But today I'm just going to do one. One is enough. Be willing to take a step in the direction of the change that you want and just do it one change at a time, right? One step at a time. Don't be overwhelmed by the whole of it, but, you know, just take it in chunks and, you know, get yourself to where you want to be in the and, and, you know, you got to stay patient with yourself too, right? I hope that today was encouraging to you to maybe take a step in the direction of changing your perception or shifting it when you're in a relationship or being willing to, you know, ask your partner, like, where are you at on this? You know, what's your, what are you thinking about this? How are you feeling about this? Because I think I'm seeing it in a totally different light. You know, stay open, stay, stay transparent and, and make sure that you're, you know, you have that willingness about you to develop and change and grow and shift as as things come up. Okay, that's the episode today. Thank you so much for listening as always. If you want to go over to the website, theexplorationofself.com, I do have some really cool websites and articles for you on perception and how to navigate that within yourself and then within your relationships and just in general. Uh, some of that cool science piece on perception and how our senses kind of connect to things and Uh, It's really kind of neat. So if you're interested in that, head over to the website and I will be back in two weeks on the 28th. Thank you so much for listening. Talk soon. (music) 